0: A drama of exile by elizabeth barrett browning this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org a drama of exile scene 2 scene the extremity of the sword glare
1: pausing a moment on this outer edge where the supernal sword glare cuts in light the dark exterior desert Hast thou strength, beloved, to look behind us to the gate?
2: Have I not strength to look up to thy face?
1: We need be strong, yon spectacle of cloud, which seals the gate up to the final doom. Is God's seal manifest? There seem to lie a hundred thunders in it, dark and dead. The unmolten lightnings vein it motionless, and, outward from its depth, the self-moved sword swings slow its awful gnomon of red fire, from side to side, in pendulous horror slow, across the stagnant, ghastly glare, thrown flat. On the intermediate ground, from that to this, the angelic hosts, the archangelic pomps, thrones, domination, princedoms, rank on rank rising sublimely to the feet of god on either side and overhead the gate show like a glittering and sustained smoke drawn to an apex that their faces shine betwixt the solemn clasping of their wings clasped high to a silver point above their heads we only guess from hence and not discern
2: though we were near enough to see them shine the shadow on thy face were awfuler to me at least to me than all their light
1: What is this, Eve, thou droppest heavily in a heap earthenward, and thy body heaves under the golden floodings of thine hair?
2: O Adam, Adam, by that name of Eve, thine Eve, thy life, which suits me little now, seeing that I now confess myself, thy death and thine undoer, as the snake was mine, I do adjure thee, put me straight away, together with my name. Sweet, punish me! O love, be just, and ere we pass beyond the light, cast outward by the fiery sword into the dark, which earth must be to us, bruise my head with thy foot. As the curse said, my seed shall the first tempter's strike with curse, as God struck in the garden, and as he, being satisfied with justice and with wrath, did roll his thunder gentler at the close. Thou, Peradventure mayst at last recoil to some soft need of mercy, strike, my lord, I also, after tempting, writhe on the ground, and I would feed on ashes from thine hand, as suits me, O oh, my tempted.
1: My beloved, mine Eve and life, I have no other name for thee or for the sun than what ye are, my utter life and light. If we have fallen, it is that we have sinned. we God is just, and since his curse does comprehend us both, it must be that his balance holds the weights of first and last sin on a level. What shall I, who had not virtue to stand straight among the hills of Eden, here assume to mend the justice of the perfect God by piling up a curse upon his curse against thee? thee
2: was so perchance thy God might take thee into grace for scorning me, thy wrath against the sinner giving proof of inward abrogation of the sin. And so, the blessed angels might come down and walk with thee as erst? I think they would, because I was not near to make them sad or soil the rustling of their innocence.
1: They know me. I am deepest in the guilt, if last in the transgression. Thou... If God, who gave the right enjoyance of the world, both unto thee and me, gave thee to me the best gift last, the last sin was the worst, which sinned against more complement of gifts and grace of giving, God, I render back strong benediction and perpetual praise from mortal feeble lips, and incense smoke out of a little censer may fill heaven. THAT THOU, IN STRIKING MY BENUMBED HANDS, AND FORCING THEM TO DROP ALL OTHER BOONS OF BEAUTY AND DOMINION AND DELIGHT, hast LEFT THIS WELL-BELOVED EVE, THIS LIFE WITHIN LIFE, THIS BEST GIFT BETWEEN THEIR PALMS IN GRACIOUS COMPENSATION.
2: IS IT THY VOICE, OR SOME SALUTING ANGELS, CALLING HOME MY FEET INTO THE GARDEN?
1: O MY GOD, I STAND HERE BETWEEN THE GLORY AND DARK the glory of thy wrath projected forth from eden's wall and dark of our distress which settles a step off in that drear world lift up to thee the hands from whence hath fallen only creation's sceptre thanking thee that rather thou hast cast me out with her than left me lorn of her in paradise with angel looks and angel songs around to show the absence of her eyes and voice to make society full desertness, without her use and comfort.
2: Where is loss? Am I in Eden? Can another speak mine own love's tongue?
1: Because with her I stand, upright as far as I can be in this fall, and look away from heaven which doth accuse, and look away from earth which doth convict, into her face, and crown my discrowned brow, out of her love, and put the thought of her around me, for an Eden full of birds, and lift her body up, thus, to my heart, and with my lips upon her lips, thus, thus, do quicken, and sublimate my mortal breath, which cannot climb against the grave's steep sides, but overtops this grief.
2: I am renewed. My eyes grow with the light which is in thine. The silence of my heart is full of sound. Hold me up so, because I comprehend this human love. I shall not be afraid of any human death. And yet, because I know the strength of love, I seem to know death's strength by that same sign. Kiss on my lips, to shut the door close on my rising soul. Lest it pass outwards in astonishment, and leave thee lonely.
1: Yet thou liest, Eve, bent heavily on thyself across mine arm, And face fiat to the sky.
2: Ay, and the tears running, as it might seem, my life from me, They run so fast and warm. Let me lie so, and weep so, as if in a dream or prayer, unfastening. Clasp by clasp the hard, tight thought which clipped my heart and showed me evermore. Loathed of thy justice as I loathe the snake, and as the pure ones loathe our sin, today, all day, beloved, as we fled across this desolating radiance, cast by swords, not suns, my lips prayed soundless to myself, striking against each other. O oh, Lord God! Was so I prayed, I ask thee by my sin, and by thy curse, and by thy blameless heavens, make dreadful haste to hide me from thy face, and from the face of my beloved here, for whom I am no helpmeet. Quick away into the new dark mystery of death, I will lie still there, I will make no plaint. I will not sigh, nor sob, nor speak a word, nor struggle to come back beneath the sun where peradventure i might sin anew against thy mercy and his pleasure death oh death whatever it be is good enough for such as i am while for adam here no voice shall say again in heaven or earth it is not good for him to be alone
1: and it was good for such a prayer to pass my unkind eve betwixt our mutual lives if i am exiled must i be bereaved
2: was an ill prayer it shall be prayed no more and god did use it like a foolishness giving no answer now my heart has grown too high and strong for such a foolish prayer love makes it strong and since i was the first in the transgression with a steady foot I will be the first to tread from this sword glare into the outer darkness of the waste, and thus I do it.
1: Thus I follow thee, as 'er erewhile in the sin, what sounds, what sounds? I feel a music which comes straight from heaven, as tender as a watering dew.
2: I think that angels, not those guarding paradise, but the love-angels who came out to us, and when we said, God fainted unawares back from our mortal presence unto god as if he drew them inward in a breath his name being heard of them i think they with sliding voices lean from heavenly towers invisible but gracious hark how soft
0: chorus of invisible angels
2: mortal man and woman go upon your travel
3: heaven assist the human smoothly to unravel all that web of pain wherein ye are holden do ye know our voices chanting down the golden do ye guess our choice is being unbeholden to be hearkened by you yet again this bare door of opal god hath shut between us us his shining people you who once have seen us and are blinded new yet across the doorway Past the silence reaching, travels evermore may, Blessing in the teaching, Glide from us to you. Think how erst your Eden, Day on day
4: succeeding, With our presence glowed, We came as if the heavens were abode, To a milder music rare. Ye saw us in our solemn treading, Treading down the steps of cloud, While our wings outspreading, Double calms of whiteness, Dropped superfluous
3: brightness down from stair to stair, or oft, abrupt though tender, while ye gazed on space, we flashed our angel's splendour in either human face, with mystic lilies in our hands. From the atmospheric bands, breaking with a sudden grace, we took you unaware, while our feet struck glories outward,
4: smooth and fair, which we stood on floorwise platformed in mid-air, or oft, when heaven descended, stood we in your wandering sight in a mute apocalypse, with dumb vibrations on our lips from hosannas ended, and grand half-vanishings of the imperial things, within our eyes belated till the heavenly infinite, falling off from the created, left our inward
3: contemplation, opened into ministration. Then upon our axle turning Of great joy to sympathy We sang out the morning Broadening up the sky Or we drew Our music through The noontides hush and heat and shine Informed with our intense divine Interrupted vital notes Palpitating hither, thither Burning out into the ether Sensible like fiery motes, Or whenever twilight drifted through the cedar masses the globed sun we lifted trailing purple trailing gold out between the passes of the mountain's manifold to anthems slowly sung while he a weary half in swoon for joy to hear our climbing tune transpires the star's concentric rings the burden of his glory flung in broken lights upon our wings
0: The chant dies away confusedly, and Lucifer appears.
5: Now may all fruits be pleasant to thy lips, beautiful Eve. The times have somewhat changed since thou and I had talk beneath a tree, albeit ye are not gods yet.
2: Adam, hold my right hand strongly. It is Lucifer, and we have love to lose.
1: In the name of God, go apart from us, O thou Lucifer and leave us to the desert thou hast made out of thy treason. Bring no serpent-slime athwart, this path kept holy to our tears, or we may curse thee with their bitterness.
5: Curse freely, curses thicken. Why, this Eve, who thought me once part worthy of her ear, and somewhat wiser than the other beasts, drawing together her large globes of eyes, the light of which is throbbing in and out their steadfast continuity of gaze, Knots her fair eyebrows, and so hard a knot, And down from her white heights of womanhood Looks on me so amazed. I scarce should fear to wager such an apple as she plucked Against one riper from the tree of life, That she could curse, too, as a woman may, Smooth in the vowels.
2: So, speak wickedly. I like it best so. Let thy words be wounds. Poor so, I shall not fear thy power to hurt trench on the forms of good by open ill for so i shall wax strong and grand with scorn scorning myself for ever trusting thee as far as thinking ere a snake eat dust he could speak wisdom
5: our new gods it seems deal more in thunders than in courtesies and sooth mine own olympus which anon i shall build up to loud-voiced imagery from all the wandering visions of the world may show worse railing than our Lady Eve pours o'er the rounding of her argent arm. But why should this be? Adam pardoned Eve. Adam loved Eve. Jehovah pardoned both.
2: Adam forgave Eve, because loving Eve.
5: So, well, yet Adam was undone of Eve, as both were by the snake. Therefore forgive, in likewise fellow temptress, the poor snake who stung there not so poorly hold
2: thy wrath beloved adam let me answer him for this time he speaks truth which we should hear and ask for mercy which i most should grant in likewise as he tells us in likewise and therefore thee i pardon lucifer as freely as the streams of eden flowed when we were happy by them so depart Leave us to walk the remnant of our time out mildly in the desert. Do not seek to harm us any more, or scoff at us, or ere the dust be laid upon our face, to find there the communion of the dust, an issue of the dust. Go.
5: At once, go. Forgive and go. Ye images of clay, shrunk somewhat in the mould, what jest is this? What words are these to use? By what a thought conceive ye of me. Yesterday a snake, today, what?
1: A strong spirit. A sad spirit. Perhaps a fallen angel,
5: who shall say? Who told thee, Adam?
1: Thou, the prodigy of thy vast brows and melancholy eyes, which comprehend the height of some great fall. I think thou hast one day worn a crown under the eyes of God. And why of God? It were no crown else, verily I think, thou art fallen far. I had not yesterday said so surely, but I know today, grief by grief, sin by sin. A crown
5: by a crown.
1: Ay, mock me, now I know more than I knew. Now I know thou art fallen below hope or final reassent. Because because a spirit who expected to see God, though at the last point of a million years, could dare no mockery of a ruined man such as this Adam.
5: Who is high and bold, be it said passing, of a good red clay discovered on some top of Lebanon, or haply of Aeonus beyond sweep of the black eagle's wing. A furlong lower had made a meeker king for Eden. So, it is not possible by sin and grief to give the things your name, that spirits should rise instead of falling
1: most impossible the highest being the holy and the glad whoever rises must approach delight and sanctity in the act
5: ha my clay king thou wilt not rule by wisdom very long the after generations earth methinks will disinherit thy philosophy for a new doctrine suited to thine heirs and class these present dogmas with the rest of the old world traditions Eden-fruits, and Saurian-fossils.
2: Speak no more with him, beloved. It is not good to speak with him. Go from us, Lucifer, and speak no more. We have no pardon which thou dost not scorn, nor any bliss thou seest for coveting, nor innocence for staining. Being bereft, we would be alone. Go.
5: Ah! Ye talk the same, all of you, spirits and clay. Go, and depart, in heaven they said so, and at Eden's gate, and here, reiterant in the wilderness. None saith, Stay with me, for thy face is fair. None saith, Stay with me, for thy voice is sweet. And yet I was not fashioned out of clay. Look on me, woman. Am I beautiful?
2: Thou hast a glorious darkness.
5: Nothing more?
2: I think no more.
5: False heart, thou thinkest more, thou canst not choose but think, as I praise God, unwillingly, but fully, that I stand most absolute in beauty. As yourselves were fashioned very good at best, so we sprang very beauteous from the creant word which thrilled behind us. God himself being moved, when that august work of a perfect shape, his dignities of sovereign angelhood, swept out into the universe, divine with thunderous movements, earnest looks of gods, and silver-solemn clash of symbol wings. Whereof was I, in motion and in form, a part not poorest? And yet, yet perhaps this beauty which I speak of is not here, as God's voice is not here, nor even my crown. I do not know. What is this thought or thing which I call beauty? Is it thought or thing? is it a thought accepted for a thing or both or neither a pretext a word its meaning flutters in me like a flame under my own breath my perceptions reel forevermore around it and fall off as if it too were holy
2: which it is
1: the essence of all beauty i call love the attribute the evidence and the end the consummation to the inward sense of beauty apprehended from without, I still call love as form when colorless is nothing to the eye. That pine-tree there, without its black and green being all blank, so without love is beauty undiscerned. In man or angel? Angel, rather ask what love is in thee, what love moves to thee, and what collateral love moves on with thee. Then shalt thou know if thou art beautiful
5: love what is love i lose it beauty and love i darken to the image beauty love
0: he fades away while a low music sounds thou art pale eve
2: the precipice of ill down this colossal nature dizzies me and hark the starry harmony remote seems measuring the heights from whence he fell
1: that that we have not fallen so by the hope and aspiration, by the love and faith, we do exceed the stretcher of this angel.
2: Happier we than he is, by the death.
1: Or rather by the life of the Lord God. How dim the angel grows, as if that blast of music swept him back into the
0: dark. The music is stronger, gathering itself into uncertain articulation.
2: It throbs in on us like a plaintive devout. Pressing with slow pulsations, vibrative Its gradual sweetness through the yielding air To such expressions as the stars may use No starry sweet and strange With every note that grows more loud The angel grows more dim Receding in proportion to approach Until he stand afar, a shade
0: Now words Song of the Morning Star to Lucifer He falls utterly away and vanishes as it proceeds.
4: Mine orbed image sinks, back from thee, back from thee. As thou art fallen, methinks, back from me, back from me. O my light-bearer, could another fairer, lack to thee, lack to thee. Ah, ah, here's for us, I loved thee with the fiery love of stars, who love by burning and by loving move, too near the throned Jehovah not to love ah ah heosforos their brows flash fast on me from gliding cars pale passioned for my loss ah ah heosforos mine orbed heats drop cold down from thee down from thee as fell thy grace of old down from me down from me o my light-bearer is another fairer one to thee one to thee ah Ah, Hirospheros, great love preceded loss, known to thee, known to thee. Ah, ah, thou, breathing thy communicable grace of life into my light, mine astral faces from thine angel face hast inly fed and flooded me with radiance overmuch from thy pure height. Ah, ah, thou, with calm floating pinions both ways spread, erect, irradiated, did sting my wheel of glory on on before thee along the godlight by a quickening touch ha ha around around the firmamental ocean i swam expanding with delirious fire around 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 in blind desire to be drawn upward to the infinite ha ha until the motion flinging out the motion to a keen whirl of passion and avidity to a dim whirl of languor and delight i wound in gyrant orbits smooth and white with that intense rapidity around around i wound and interwound while all the cyclic heavens about me spun stars planets suns and moons dilated broad then flashed together into a single sun and wound and wound in one and as they wound i wound around around in a great fire i almost took for god ha ha Hiosphorus, thine angel glory sinks down from me down from me my beauty falls methinks down from thee down from thee o my light bearer o my path preparer gone from me gone from me ah Ah, Hiosphorus, I cannot kindle underneath the brow Of this new angel here, who is not thou. All things are altered since that time ago, And if I shine at eve, I shall not know, I am strange, I am slow. Ah, ah, Hiosphorus, henceforward, human eyes of lovers shall be The only sweetest sight that I shall see, With tears between the looks raised up to me. Ah, ah, when having wept all night at break of day above the folded hills they shall survey my light a little trembling in the gray. Ah, ah, and gazing on me such shall comprehend through all my piteous pomp at morn or even and melancholy leaning out of heaven that love their own divine may change or end, that love may close in loss. Ah, ah, here's for us.
0: End of scene two.